Welcome to the Grace Point Assembly of God podcast. To find out more about our church, please visit gphixon.com. Now let's get into a powerful message for your life from God's Word. I just feel like I'm supposed to get right into my message this morning. I'm just asking you to be seated this morning. I, I want to talk today about the fact that Jesus was born a king. He was born a king. You know, many times we look at Jesus and we see him at Christmas time and we we see him in the manger. We see him uh, as a little baby and we see him meek and mild. And one of my favorite songs is Away in a Manger. I love singing that song. And we see him off as this little child at Christmas time. But the thing that I want to remind us of today is this, that Jesus was born a king. He wasn't born just like any other little child, a little baby. He was born a king. Man, and we we need to remember this. We need to get this into our spirit, into our hearts, into our lives because he is not just that little baby that was born to some little couple in a in a in a in a place that was obscure in a in a town that was just just off somewhere and nowhere. He was a king. Isaiah chapter 9, verses 2 through 7 this morning. I'm going to start there, and we're going to just go through some scripture. I I want you to turn there to Isaiah chapter 9, verses 2 through 7. We're going to have it on the screen, so I'm going to start reading. But you can go there and look at this passage. It says, The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them has light shone. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as they are glad when they divide the spoil. For the yoke of his burden and the staff for his shoulder, the rod of his oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For every boot of the trampling warrior in battle tumult and every garment rolled in blood will be burned as fuel for the fire. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And of the increase of his government and of of peace there will be no end on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do it. Right here in this passage we see Isaiah bringing it together and he sees that he is, for unto us a child is born. But immediately he goes right back in and saying, but the government shall be upon his head. It will be the king. He is going to be the great king who is coming into this earth. You know, the prophecies of this king go all the way back to Genesis and throughout the Old Testament. But when we get here to the prophecies of Isaiah, we begin to see the magnificence of this king that is to come. He would bring great light. Oh, hallelujah. The world has been in such darkness since the time of the original sin. 
We have lived in a dark world. Can you say amen to that? There is darkness that is prevalent in our world. You don't have to look very far to see the darkness. It's all around us. It's it, is, it almost permeates our beings many times. But with Jesus, who came into this world to be the light of the world, now we can dispel the darkness. Everyone was looking for this one that, the, that Isaiah talked about, bringing light back into the world. Can you imagine living in a dark world where God was not speaking? They had been for 400 years where they hadn't even had a prophecy from God. They hadn't heard the voice of God speaking to them. They hadn't had a visitation from the Lord in over 400 years. Darkness was prevailing in the world and they were ruled by the Roman Empire which was ruthless. And now they read Isaiah and how Isaiah says there is a light that is coming into the world. Man, we need to rejoice in the fact that Jesus is that light. That light that has come into the world. Sometimes when we look around today, it's hard to see the light. But always remember that the baby boy brought the light of God back into a dark world. That baby, Jesus, he was the light of the world. He came to bring hope and to bring joy and to bring peace and to bring things that had been long forgotten. He would be the one who would break the yoke of slavery, it says. The king would be the only one who could truly set men free. Hallelujah. You know, Israel had lived as slaves for 400 years back before Moses was called to come and to deliver them. For 400 years they had lived in slavery. I know we have a a bad past in this country of slavery and there were, was slavery that was done, and it was horrible, and it's always a horrible thing. But for this nation, an entire nation had been in slavery for over 400 years. I mean, our past, it wasn't that long. It was maybe a, a hundred years, maybe at the most, there were, where there was that slavery But for 400 years, Israel was in bondage under a yoke of slavery. And now there is this prophecy that comes and it says that He is going to break the yoke. Break the yoke of bondage. How many of you want to have that yoke of bondage being broken in your life? How many of you have lived in bondage to slavery of sin? And need to have that broken in your life. Oh, they were looking for a righteous and good king that would keep them safe and free from the burdens of tyrants. That's what they were looking for. And this king was coming. This king was coming. He would be the king who would bring wisdom back into the leadership. As the wonderful counselor. Oh, wow. Don't we need wisdom in our leadership today? We need leadership that has the wisdom of God. 
We need this wonderful counselor. But this king who was coming, he would be the wonderful counselor for all time. He would bring wisdom into leadership once again. He would bring strength that was unmatched as the mighty God. Oh, wow. This prophecy of Isaiah, he's talking about this wonderful counselor, mighty God. He would bring strength back. They wouldn't be weak any longer. They wouldn't be under all the tyranny of, the, of those that had conquered them. For years they had lived in slavery, but then they were conquered by this nation, conquered by this nation, conquered by this nation, taken away into different places, moved to places where they didn't belong. And now even in the country where they are in Israel, they're ruled by another nation. They wanted to have a mighty God, a mighty Savior, a mighty King who would come and be able to rule and keep them safe and free. And this Jesus would bring peace as the Prince of Peace. He is the Prince of Peace. Man, all of us want peace, don't we? So many, you know, you ask them, what do you want for Christmas time? What would you want? Yeah, peace. Peace in the world. Peace in our lives. Peace in our family. Peace in our workplace. Peace in our world. But Jesus is the Prince of Peace. He is the only one who is able to come and bring that peace. As the King of all kings and Lord of all lords, He is the one who brings peace. And it's not found in in an earthly fashion, but it's found within our hearts, within our lives as we accept this King. He becomes the Prince of Peace in our lives. And then He rules and He reigns in us in peace. And there and there would be everlasting justice and righteousness as he ruled and reigned in this new kingdom that would last forever and ever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. That is the king that they were looking for. That is the king we're all looking for. That is the king that all of us in our hearts and our lives are looking for. It's not a baby found in a manger but a king who was born into this world. Too many look at Jesus as this weak individual. They look at Christians and think, well, they're just soft. They just need something to believe in. They just, they just need something, you know. They're, they're just weak-minded. And No. We're all weak. We're all broken. We're all under bondage. We're all hurt. We're all weak and need a king to come into our lives. To save us, to protect us, to keep us, to give us wisdom and counsel. But this is the king that the nation of Israel was waiting for, longing for, and looking for. But what they got was a baby. Born in a stable with an unwed parents in some podunk little town called Bethlehem, surrounded by sheep and oxen. That's 
That's why they couldn't see. They couldn't understand. They couldn't comprehend. We're looking for a king. And here he is. He comes in the most of unusual ways. You know there had to have been rumors that were going around about Joseph and Mary. It was a scandal. And then for them to, to go and to have no room in the inn and to be born in a stable. Basically it was a cave, a hole in the side of a, of a hill where they used to keep the sheep and the oxen and stuff at night. That's not where a king is supposed to be born. That's not where a king should, should arrive. And the only people who received the announcement of this great king's birth were a few shepherds watching their sheep on the outskirts of town. Cheryl read it just a few moments ago, but I want to read it again in Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 14. It says, And in the same region... There were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. The king was announced by angels but only to these few shepherds. Because this king would not be a king for just the upper class. He wouldn't be a king who took advantage of his position or prestige. No, he would be a king of the people and for the people. He came to be among us, one of us, for the people, with the people. The angel announced that he will be a savior for all the people. That's also why they missed it. Because we all want to put ourselves in a better class than everybody else. I deserve a Savior. But I don't know about that guy over there. But he says he was going to be a king for all the people. Not just some not just the, the ones who felt like they deserved it or, or were more righteous than the rest of us. Amen? Everyone. Everyone's king. Everyone's savior. Everyone's Lord. But even before this fateful night and the angels came, when the angels came to a young girl named Mary and made this declaration... In Luke 1, 31 through 33, it says, And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne 
of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. Wow. Even when Mary was getting the news that she was going to be conceiving a child by the Holy Spirit that would be the Son of God, the declaration was made that He is going to take over the throne of David. He wouldn't be just another baby. He wouldn't be just another child. He would be the King of all kings coming into the world to rule and to reign forever and ever. One of my favorite songs at Christmas time is Mary, Did You Know? I know many of you probably heard it, but I want to read some of the lyrics today. Because I, I think this is so important. As she received this declaration, this song kind of reflects back and, and just kind of makes you think that Mary was a human being like every one of us. Getting news that was just unbelievable. And this song kind of brings it all home. It says, Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day walk on water? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would save our sons and daughters? Did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new? The child that you've delivered will soon deliver you. Mary, did you know that your baby boy will give sight to a blind man? Mary, did you know that your baby boy will calm a storm with his hand? Did you know that your baby boy has walked where angels trod? When you kiss your little baby, you kiss the face of God. Wow, Mary, did you know? The blind will see the deaf will hear, the dead will live again, the lame will leap, the dumb will speak the praises of the Lamb. Mary, did you know that your baby boy is Lord of all creation? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day rule the nations? Did you know that your baby boy is heaven's perfect Lamb? That sleeping child you're holding is the great I Am. Hallelujah. What an incredible song to help bring it all into this, into this wonderful, magical thing that took place. Mary, a, a human being, a child, just a, a, a teenager, is called to be the mother of the Son of God. She gets this prophecy given to her by angels. Your son is going to be greater than all other sons ever born on the face of the earth. And he is going to be the king. And he is going to take over the throne of David. Wow. I'm sure as this song kind of portrays, she knew but she didn't know. She knew because she had faith in God. I know that because of how she responded to the angels. Let it be done. Let it be done as you have said. She had faith. She believed in God. She believed God could do all things. Nothing is impossible with God. Amen? She chose to believe. And then she delivered 
this child that would be the king of all kings. Wow. Oh, Jesus was born a king. He wasn't just another child. He wasn't just another baby. He didn't become a king. He was born a king. We see this proved out once again as the wise men come on the scene. We talked a little bit about this last week, but let me read again in Matthew 2, 1 and 2. It says, Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. You see, they asked the question, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? It wasn't because he had this royal lineage, even though he did on the earth. He was in the line of David. But it was because he was the Son of God. That he would be the king of all kings. He didn't get the throne because he deserved it in an earthly fashion. He got it because of a heavenly appointment. So here's the bottom line this morning, folks. Even at His birth, Jesus was, is, and always will be the King of kings. The King of kings and the Lord of lords. He is not some powerless little child, but a mighty king and a ruler of everything. Oh. Man, we got to get this. We need to understand this. This is why we should rejoice at Christmas time. I have a hard time sometimes with getting into what everybody wants to call the Christmas spirit. Because I, I hate decorating trees. <laughs> I, 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 just, it, I just despise it. it just, it's just not my thing. I just don't... I mean, to me, it's a waste of time to have to pull that thing out and fluff it all up and put the lights on. Then the lights don't work, and then you got to go and fix that. And then there's this, I mean, it's just always something every year. And then it's only going to be up for a little while. And then you got to tear it all down again. And my wife, she has like 25 totes, big totes that I have to bring up the back steps and bring in the house and then she empties them out and then I got to take them back down. Then I got to go get them again and bring them back up, load them back up and take them back down again. I mean, it's like, I just don't get it. But what I do get is that Jesus came. And He is the King of all kings and the Lord of all lords. And I have every reason to rejoice. I don't have to rejoice because of all the nice pretty trees and all the things and all the lights and all the decorations and all the presents. I could do away with all those things and just sit down and just worship Him. That's what Christmas is about, folks. It's about worshiping the King who came to deliver us all, 
who came to bring wisdom and power and strength and peace and hope and joy into this world. And it's not found in all of the stuff. Uh, I don't, you know, if you guys like it, that's great. I'm, I'm all for you. When I see it, it's beautiful. I enjoy it, but I just don't like having to put it up and take it down. Because it's all about Him. It's all about Him. And so many times we get so focused on the other stuff that we forget that reason that we have Christmas is because a king was born. A king was born. A king came into this world. He brought light where there was darkness. He brought hope where there was depression. He came to set us free. So as we celebrate Christmas this year, don't don't think of Him as a child, but as a king. Don't, Don't remember Him just as that little child born in a manger somewhere. And this morning, whatever you're going through in your life right now, I want you to remember that He is the wonderful Counselor. With all the wisdom that you need. He is the mighty King who can protect and keep you by His mighty hand. And He is the Prince of Peace. And He can bring into your family and finances, and your kids, and your job, and every other aspect of your life, the peace that is needed. If you'll just acknowledge Him. If you'll just submit to Him. I I tell you, this country, I think, sometimes hinders us in our relationship with God. Because we live in a democratic society. We think we should have a vote on everything. Amen? You guys realize that you don't get to vote for a king? You don't get amendments brought up or things for you to vote on. The king says the way that it is and that's the way that it is. Now he... The thing is, is that we have a wonderful king who is righteous and just and loves us and cares for us and desires us and and wants the very best in our lives. And so then whatever he says, that's what I should do. And I should bow down before him and I should worship him and thank him and give him glory for all that he has given to me. But he is the king. He's not a president. He's not somebody that we can make fun of as they do in our world today. He's not somebody like a congressman or a, that we can't believe. He is a true and righteous king of all kings and lord of all lords. And he is one that we should obey and follow and surrender to, and give our lives to because of who He is. 
He is the everlasting Father who cares for you because you're one of His precious children. He has made us priests. He's made us sons, princes, and princesses in His kingdom because He adopted us in. Think about that. Don't allow your circumstances or your problems to overwhelm you because there is a king who was born and his name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. And he rules and he reigns in every situation and nothing, nothing is impossible for him. As Janice shared earlier about the, this epidemic of, of people with suicide and, and just... They need Jesus. They need to see Him as this King. And we must be out telling people about Jesus, the King, who wants to rule in their life, not because He wants to be authoritative and tell them what to do and be over them and dictate to them, but because He wants to love on them and care for them and break the burdens of sin in their life and help them to overcome. This is the king that was born in a manger on that night in Bethlehem. Joshua, if you want to go ahead and come. T today, I, I, I want to open up these altars for prayer. I, I believe that there may be some people here today that just need some prayer at this time of the year. That need the support and the strength in their life. That just says, you know what? Whatever I'm facing, whatever I've got. I, you know, you may have financial difficulties that are just overwhelming you right now. And you don't know what to do. You don't know where to turn. You don't know what you're going to do for Christmas. And to help your kids get uh, Christmas presents and all those things. And, and you may be focused on that. But today I want to help you to get focused on the King. If you'll get your eyes focused on the King and you'll get your eyes focused on the fact that He is able to help you in whatever situation you're in, that He came to bring light into your life, hope into your situation. He is here today and wants to help you. Wants to come into your situation, whatever it is, and give you what is needed. Because He is a generous God. A generous king who came to just give. He was a king who came to give. We don't even comprehend it. We don't even understand it. We can't even fathom how he could be that wonderful of a king. Because we don't have examples of that in our world today. Oh, you can read heartwarming stories of people that have done a few things here and there to help people and to do things, and those are wonderful. But my God does that every day every moment of every day. And that is His desire to do in your life and to help you and to strengthen you and to give you what is needed today. So as the worship team begins to play, I'm just going to ask you and the worship, I mean the ministry team, if you would just come and stand up here at the front. I want you guys to come and pray for people. I want you to come if you need prayer this morning, if you just need somebody to stand with you and just pray with you and help you to see the King once again in your life, then I want you to come and to receive that prayer this morning.
believe Rose has something that she wants to share here as well. To the Lord, because I sat here through the first song service and was really touched. And the Lord told me to get up and be used in the gift of knowledge, and I didn't do it. But here's what he told me. I was supposed to say, I am the King of Kings. My name is Counselor, Mighty God, Comforter. Prince of Peace, Leader, Guide, Teacher, Deliverer, Savior, accept his forgiveness and love. Forgive yourself. Be healed, for I am your healer. Be healed of all the sin by his blood. You are not bound. Be free. Amen. Be free. I am the Savior of the world, the King of Kings. Accept me. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's God giving a confirmation to us today. Speaking that before I even preached the message that God had laid on my heart this morning. No. That's God works it all out together. There's some people here today that just need to know He is the King. He's the King. Don't let your situation, don't let your circumstances rule. Let the King rule. Let the King in. Let Him in and let Him be ruler of all things. And He'll bring the peace that you need, the hope, the joy, all those things that you're longing for today. Let's all stand as we begin to sing the song. And I just want you to come for prayer. If you need prayer this morning, just come and just, and just ask for prayer. We want to stand with you. We want to believe with you today. Amen. Jesus is calling. 
situations sometimes we wonder is he is he there does he care let me tell you something if he spoke to three of us this morning to tell you that he is the king of kings and he is the lord of lords and he is here to come into your situation this morning then you better believe that he is coming into your situation and he's going to help you through whatever it is you're facing today and you can have hope and you can have peace and you can have joy today because He is on the throne and He rules and He reigns and His will be done in this earth. Hallelujah. Father, I just thank You this morning. I thank You that You have spoken to us, God, a clear word. God, all those that are still here that maybe even didn't come up for prayer, but God, are just struggling in their heart and their mind of just between two two choices, between two things that are drawing them. Lord, they they hear the Word, but yet they hear the circumstances. And Lord, they, they see this, but God, they hear what You're saying. Lord, help them to turn their heart, their mind, their eyes toward You. And to see that You got it. That You are able. That Lord... You've never had a time where you were not in control of every situation. Because God, we know that before the foundations of the earth, you were crucified for us. God, you had everything worked out. Everything worked out from before we were even conceived. 
Lord, you've got a plan for our lives, and you are the king of our lives. Lord, I just pray that right now, Lord, that each one would receive peace and joy and hope in Jesus' name, and that we would spread it as we go out of these doors, Lord God, into our workplaces, into our, God, wherever we go, into our families, in our community. God, let them know that you are king and you are Lord. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. God bless you. Thank you for being here today. We love you guys. And uh, come back next week. We're going to have our kids program. And uh, if I can get some guys to help us with a few things where we can get some props out. You see Miss Janice, she's going to tell you what she needs brought out to uh, help us get set up for next week. But have a great week. We'll see you next week. God bless. Thank you for listening. We hope you'll tune in next week for another great sermon from Grace Point Assembly of God.